Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to the Unpolished NBA podcast. I'm your host, Monique Mills. Can you believe it's 2023? It's so weird saying that. Yet, here we are, and we're still here, and we're all still moving forward. And hopefully, each of you have ambitions and goals for this year and beyond. Let's just take it one step at a time, just one step. So, this episode of the Unpolished MBA, the first one of the year, with one of my marketing strategy assistants at TPM Focus, and it's on the topic of TikTok and the nuances with it. Why? Well, in 2022, I saw so many people doing it wrong in the B2B space, and it was just crazy. Like, I'm here to help, not to condemn, but there was some really bad TikTok strategy in the business-to-business space that really needs a course correction. And I want to help entrepreneurs make those corrections before going too far in the wrong direction. Not just in marketing, but in other things. Like that's what I do. I'm, I kind of come in, um, you know, behind the scenes person. Most people don't even know I'm involved um, with the companies that I work with. And my goal is to make sure that companies are moving forward with generating revenue, finding product market fit, and then being profitable. It's so important. And so you have to make sure you're putting your resources in the right things and doing tests and if things don't work, adjusting that strategy. And, you know, I think a lot of times, especially with this TikTok thing, a lot of times people think that, hey, if I just give it enough time, it'll eventually work. Uh, that's true for some things, but not for this. Like the, the TikTok strategies and the, the execution, a lot of things was just, it, it was pretty bad. Bad dance moves, bad jokes, um, controversial comments, all of that just to get attention. And, and guess what? None of it led to revenue or business success. So you have to start with what is the outcome that I want from this? What is the outcome that I want? And you have to start from there. And if you're not getting that outcome, there are metrics, there are key indicators that will let you know that you're on the right path or you're not. And it just seems that many folks ignored it. Um, but I think it's just because there wasn't quite enough understanding of how TikTok works. And it's not like the other platforms, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all of that. And so we go into those details with my youthful marketing strategy assistant who is just brilliant at this. And she is behind the scenes with all of our clients with the TPM Focus brand, with the Unpolished MBA. Um, She's absolutely brilliant. And so with that, and all the shenanigans that went on in 2022, that did not deliver results for most of the folks in the B2B space that were trying out TikTok. I want this to change and I want to see more folks be successful if they are gonna try TikTok. So it's time to course correct. And with that, let's hop into the first episode of 2023 for the Unpolished MBA. Wait a minute, <laughs> so wait a minute. When, when people, well, young people, and I'm going to say teenagers say old people are doing things wrong on TikTok, right? What, what do you guys mean by old? Like, what is old considered? Like 35 and older, I would say for old, but that's not even always true. Old, I guess, like if you have kids, like you have like a life per se, like you have kids, <laughs> career, that type of thing. You're not just in college. Yeah. Stage of life. Got it. All yeah. right. Hello, Unpolished NBA audience. Today I have a special guest who many of you don't know is a lot of the brains behind the marketing strategy at TPM Focus. And her name is Amory Mills. Welcome, Amory. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, sure. So everyone, there was some conversation over the last couple of weeks where we were talking about how to incorporate TikTok into some of our B2B marketing strategies, whether it's for us or for, for clients. And Amory started really going deep. And I said, you know what? We, we do this often, of course, within the business, but I figured I would let you guys in on some of the conversation because most of, the, most of you all who follow, listen to Unpolished MBA, 
who follow me on social media or different things to do with TPM Focus or my involvement in the business and tech community keep mentioning things about TikTok social media. It's kind of like under this big umbrella. And TikTok is actually not as simple as many folks have made it out to be. And I see a lot of folks doing it wrong. I hate to say it. Oh, I hate to say it. But I see a lot of folks doing it wrong. And I think it's important to have those who have their pulse on certain channels. And when I say their pulse on it, they're on it all the time. They understand how the algorithm works. They understand who's watching it, who watches what type of content. And I think a lot of you all, it's not what I think, it's what I know because I see it. A lot of you all are just like, hey, let me do some cool dances. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm doing the TikTok and I'm doing this and that. And it's just like, how does that lead to revenue? Can we can we talk about that? <laughs> like, nobody cares about you dancing. And so Amory and I was having this conversation and she really went deep in on specifics and really understanding it. And so I just want to share that with you all so that you don't feel as if you have to make up a dance routine and and, and that's how your business is going to blow up because that's just not true. Right, Amory? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Actually, I did a TikTok with you back in 2020, I think it was. It was back when, you know, everyone just did a dance move. It wasn't all mm -hmm. this trying to teach on there and be all serious. Mm -hmm. It was during a pandemic. And we did, I was like, oh my gosh, she got me on TikTok doing this crazy stuff. But I just mm -hmm. did one dance with you. It wasn't, it wasn't even on my channel. It was on yours. And it was just like, just for fun. But now people are like looking at TikTok as a way to monetize their audience in this mm -hmm. B2B business to business type of world and it's a lot of flops so I want you to to you know just kind of we're going to go into like everything TikTok so let's start with like three of your main points all right so we'll start with I guess just like the basis of TikTok what's the overview of TikTok when someone says TikTok what is TikTok so essentially with TikTok when it comes to marketing its whole like platform is mostly targeted to young people as young as 10 to 13 to about as old as about 20, even young 30s. Like I said, over 35 is kind of when you lose that main audience. So that's like the main audience of TikTok. Now, when you go to tar targeting adults or like the, when there are adults on the platform over 35, even as old as 60, whatever, you get a different type of adult. It's not the type of adult you might find on Facebook. It's not the type of adults you might find on LinkedIn. You get a lot of immature adults or adults that kind of like try to act like the teenagers and do a lot oh, of the things that we're doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of, I hate to say like broke adults, adults that are like <laughs> just kind of do whatever they want on there and not really looking at the consequences of what they're doing. Okay. You know I mean? mm -hmm. And then you've got obviously like inappropriate adults, which you get on pretty much every social media platform that are kind of there, which make the app like bad per se, you know, uh -huh. kind of just like those adults that you want to stay away from and make sure your content isn't going towards those people okay but there is a side of tiktok that is reliable and can actually target those adults such as you or other people in business or adults that are actually doing things with their life there is a side of tiktok that they can and use and utilize in their day-to-day -day life and enjoy for entertainment as well so that's kind of like where you get into the main audience and like what TikTok kind of targets and what they do. Again, like TikTok, if you're not necessarily sure, it's just a platform sort of like Instagram, I would say is most common too, where you just get a couple one minute, three minute videos every day. I mean, your for you page, which is the main platform page, the page where you see everything is just hundreds and thousands of co content, comments, creators, all of that every day mm -hmm. you get billions of videos each day. So you um, mentioned the side of TikTok. So you know, I'm thinking like, you mean like there are different, how do I explain this? I'm thinking of like just visualizing a city. So you got the west side, <laughs> you got the east side, <laughs> you got the south side. Is that what you mean when you say? Honestly, yeah, I guess that's a good like visual to think about. Yeah, this, the side of TikTok has to do with, so on, let me backtrack a little bit. The ultimate basis of TikTok is a very personalized platform. I would say it's very, it's even more personalized than like Instagram or Facebook would even be because even like your best friend that 
you know you're best friends with you guys do everything together you go on tiktok and your for you pages which is the main content page can be completely different with different sides different videos you guys are watching and even with that the videos that you guys do see your friend might never ever see that video that you just saw or even though y'all have a lot in common and all yeah, that yeah tiktok wow. is very 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 personalized which means that the different sides of TikTok you're on, which like, let's say you like a lot of beauty videos, you're really into the beauty makeup type thing, your for you page, your content, your side of TikTok will be very beauty fashion focused. So you'll get a lot of creators and videos that are focused around fashion. That's what the majority of your for you page will consist of. And then take thing for other things if you're a really artistic person if you're really into I don't know maybe you like construction maybe you like building things you'll get a lot of the things like that and that's what makes TikTok so personalized and also very easy to manipulate and get what you want on the platform as well over and over again so it okay so here's the thing let's say I mean people are multifaceted you know I love tech but I also like to paint and yeah I do like construction <laughs> I do like you know dogs so you know if I click on if I mostly watch beauty videos but I also want to see you know construction or technology videos and I and I click on one will it continue to to show me more or because I mostly watch beauty ones will it really only do that that's a good question honestly I would say it will continue to show you a little bit more each day. So okay. the first time you watch it, yeah, I might show you one. Then maybe a couple of days later, it might show you another one and see if you're interested in that. And it'll kind of do it slowly, slowly. And then you'll start seeing more and more. And the more you like, the longer you watch the video, the comments that you like or comment yourself, those types of things mm -hmm. will then influence it, even as well as like what you search. So if you start searching things like how to build this, how to do this, it'll be like, okay, they seem to be on this, you know, wanting to look more at videos like this. So it'll show more videos like that as well on a for you page mm -hmm. okay so the other you know what the other social media platforms you know as you you know it has some of those capabilities but you're saying tiktok is strong it's very intense yeah uh, i would say even with instagram like everyone pretty much sees a lot of the same things you know what mm -hmm. i mean like there's some mm -hmm. things you know you might have on your instagram that someone might not but everyone can pretty much see the same thing everyone sees the latest thing on everything tiktok not mm -hmm. necessarily there's a on each side of tiktok there's a latest trend for everything so like what's the latest trend in beauty might not be what's the latest trend on your construction for mm -hmm. you page or and your fashion one or what you're cooking or well, you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. there's different trends that people see so there's a oh have you seen this trend no i haven't seen it you know what i mean yeah but on instagram yeah. you're like oh did you guys see what drake posted yesterday everyone's like yeah yeah saw that mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's a little mm -hmm. bit it's mm -hmm. a little bit different in that aspect yeah oh wow okay because yeah now I think about it like Instagram for example even Facebook LinkedIn all of that it has a feed right so you're just kind of scrolling up and you're seeing a lot of the same things that other people say I mean other people are seeing and it doesn't say a good thing is that you just said it's on your for you page so when they say for you on TikTok mm -hmm. they literally mean for you it's that right. personalized right where right. the others are you know there are some personal personalization but it's not as much as because it's more of a feed that they want you know they're they're getting yeah. impressions on so I understand all of these platforms are meant to be you know eventually they have to make money so they monetize it by selling ad space and things like that so I wanted to ask you, we, we've discussed this, but I want you to share with the audience. So we were talking about a strategy with, you know, doing ads on, on TikTok. And I'm talking about in the B2B space, like business ads. And you were just like, mm. so tell me, tell me your <laughs> thoughts on <laughs> running. Like when you see ads on TikTok, how do you respond? Does it feel natural? Can you tell, oh, that's an ad and be like, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So ads on TikTok and actually ads on TikTok are quite recent that they've been doing it. It wasn't something like in 2020, 2021. Honestly, this is like a 2022 thing they started doing where they were doing ads and you kind of see more of the like big company ads and you also see some smaller business ads but when an ad pops off on tiktok which is usually when you first open the app and sometimes after you've been scrolling for a while you might see one pop up 
they're they're kind of like a oh, just an ad you scroll past it they're not like youtube where you have to watch the ad right you can just scroll past it they're not like instagram you can scroll past it as well sometimes instagram is hard to tell what's an ad and what's not an ad especially because a lot of people sell things on instagram they sell their services stuff like that mm-hmm. on tiktok there are sides that do sell it but of course this goes back to the side of tiktok you're on if you're not on that side where you're trying to see the latest and greatest products or buy something or use a service that might be featured on tiktok you're just going to scroll past that and a lot of times that's what happens now a good thing with the ads though that tiktok is pretty good at is that they put it on everyone's for you page so you get the views so you might actually click on like the profile of an ad and you see oh man they have like a million views well it's because it's on the for you page the main page and it pops up on everyone's Mm. page no matter what you're on so everyone sees your ads and occasionally yeah you'll see ads that actually have a couple of likes on them like they might have a couple thousand likes on it you might see ads that have just 1,000 likes 500 likes 20 likes you never know but they all do get that for you page exposure so everyone sees it and eventually enough times you see it if it's a product people are actually like oh click it right you might actually even click it you go to their Mm -hmm. website you're like oh okay yeah and then you know that's how that can act you know be a source but it's not I would say the most reliable and you could attract like not the customers you want as well because it's just out there yeah so it's not really like that targeted it's like oh you paid for it so we got to show it to everybody right again again audience again this is where I talk about like how so much money is wasted by especially startups and companies that are not really well-versed on social media and how it works and people like really it has a lot to do with people and they just try to be like do the cool thing and it's like oh this is cool people on TikTok let me do this and it's such a waste of money to pay for these ads to be shown to people who have really no intention on buying from you and they're not in the buy mode like when you're on TikTok are you thinking hey let me go in here and see what I can buy you you shake your head no (laughs) But when you do, when people go on there, so what I've noticed is I I mentioned to you when we were talking about that one young lady who during the pandemic, she started her TikTok channel teaching like Excel tips, like tips on Microsoft Excel. And, you know, she's been able to, you know, earn millions doing that, but it's not from it's not from selling ads. Like she's not selling ads, right? So on every platform, there are folks who are influencers, right? And it seems very natural in what they already do when they're talking about something. So when you see things like that versus an ad, is it more effective in catching your attention? Yes, definitely. I know I go back to beauty a lot. That's kind of the side of TikTok I'm on but (laughs) a lot of the influencers on the beauty side of TikTok that is honestly how a lot of these famous makeup brands hair brands all of they're getting a lot of the money because you got the influencers everyone's like oh my god I want to be just like her right they're like oh my god guys I'm obsessed with this new blush that I got yada 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 they'll use it in every video they have the gorgeous Instagram pictures that they be like go to my Instagram you can see my thing right everyone's like oh my god I want to be like her you go on Amazon you go to their storefront you go to your local Ulta Sephora whatever you buy it all the products are gone right everything is gone everyone's got everything it's sold out yeah it's things like that so people don't really look at the ads they look at the creators the influencers that you market that you allow to kind of promote your your brand your what you're trying to get the creator themselves is more important exactly so I'm so glad you said that because most recently, I don't think I shared this with you, but there was this this company that's in the business space with me and they hired someone specifically to do TikTok content for them. And it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, TikTok is the new platform. Let's go at it. And so they started doing like some videos that were kind of humorous and things like that. But ultimately it didn't lead to revenue. So, you know, after like two years, which is a long time of that experiment with hiring someone specifically for that and them doing all these videos, it led to like no revenue, right? (laughs) Because the person that they hired to do it is not an influencer. It was like nobody, anybody knows or necessarily identifies with. It's like, oh man, that's me. Like you just mentioned folks may do with like influencers in the makeup world Mm -hmm. or the hair world or, or whatever that is. So on the business side of things, I would suggest people 
you know, have a personality, like bring personality mm-hmm. to TikTok. Like just yeah. be you, talk about whatever. And people are like, oh yeah, that's like my sister. That's like mm-hmm. my cousin. That's like my whatever. Yeah. And then go from there. But I think too many, but I think a lot of folks are mimicking the one young lady I was telling you about who just came on and started teaching Excel, right? Little bits and pieces, kind of funny here and there. So what do you think made her successful in that versus, you know, this other B2B guy that's just kind of like out of a job now? Yeah, I would say one of your friends, she did a great, like, it was really smart of her to start this during COVID. That was a really great thing. That's when a lot of the influencers on TikTok actually blew up. That was just the perfect timing. And a lot of these, you know, famous influencers, it all has to do a lot with their timing and like the Mm -hmm. fact that they did it at a certain time. So now they're really popular. For people trying to get into it now, I would say, and before I say this, TikTok is very, as far as the influencers that are famous you will go through like oh who's famous on tiktok they're all very young pretty attractive smart people now tiktok definitely uses that to its advantage and even with (laughs) the people that watch it the comments that are in it people will comment and gravitate towards someone that has the more attractiveness the more youngness to them Mm -hmm. so that's a big thing to keep in mind not saying you can't use yourself as a promoter but if you do use yourself as a promoter, you definitely have to have other things like, oh, they like my big sister. Oh, they're super smart. Oh, they have the resources here and here to help me do this. Right. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but using a young person, it comes with more advantage and you get a lot more people to look just because of the fact that they're young and attractive. Right. Yeah. So that could be something. I don't know if you're a friend. I don't know what she yeah, is. She is young. Yep. Yeah. She is okay. young. She's like 21. So, yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. She's so like, that's perfect age mm-hmm. and she's smart obviously she's doing except yeah, she's smart stuff mm-hmm. so people are like oh you know I want to do something like that mm-hmm. so that's that's a big advantage as well that's good yeah that's that's so awesome. I can tell you right now with the, <laughs> the 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 guy that was hired to do TikTok for that b2b company was, was none of those things <laughs> so I think that they thought personality alone or willing to be silly alone was enough and it's just not like it's yeah. so many ways to be entertained mm-hmm. versus watching an old guy, you know, talk about copywriting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> so, you're not going to reach the audience. Yeah. You want that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's really good. So, so when you were talking about you, you talking about the side of TikTok and how it's so personalized and we talk about how basically how you engage with content trains the algorithm specifically for you mm-hmm. you know based on how long you watch videos what you like what you comment on mm-hmm. there are a lot of lurkers and I just want to say that especially for older people now young people I, I even see you you like you hit that heart button in the minute boom 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 <laughs> right me and most people that are you know you know will, will be considered older adults and I'm not, most people consider me young, but I'm still, you know, I'm old enough to be somebody's mother. So for older adults, they tend to be lurkers and they don't engage on social media posts. And I think there is this fear and it's not a thing. It's, it's, I know for, for sure, it's this fear that people will see what they've liked and like, you know, and so that makes it even harder to train an algorithm to mm-hmm. show those people your content on TikTok because people yeah. my age are and older are not expressing their you know like or dislike or whatever of the posts. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. For I don't think Instagram shows it, but maybe for other platforms they do. TikTok, um, yeah, it privates your likes as well. So and when so, you say it privates your likes, that means it doesn't show other people what you liked. What you liked. Yeah. You have Instagram control does. That. So that's another oh, thing. Older okay. people, older people are conflating the way TikTok works with the, the way other social media platforms work. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn, Facebook, all of those show what you've liked and what you've commented oh. on. So yeah, so not... that's a big difference from yeah. TikTok. Yeah, it doesn't show that at all. And I'm and I'm pretty sure like there'd be thousands of people that comment that like everything they really don't care that you know 
Monique Mills at, you know, whatever, whatever, liked your post. Like, they don't, they don't care what you, you know, they just like, oh, they liked it, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and most of the time, they're not even looking at who liked it. They might look at their close friends. That's it. No one really cares about the other stuff. Uh, but yeah, like, <laughs> I'm just like, that's honestly, like, I would say TikTok is definitely one of those things where you always have to give me back your head that no one really cares. They will look at your video, like it, and move on to the next. There's hundreds of thousands of content. They can scroll for hours. I mean, I've done it myself. They can scroll <laughs> for hours at content and never think about you again unless you oh. again, that type of thing. That is like TikTok is it's in and it's out. That's it. So I think that's a really big thing, even as far mm -hmm. as liking a post to personalize your thing. Mm -hmm. No one really cares like that much. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> liking it is really just to benefit you yeah. because it trains the algorithm. Yeah. Because whoever's creating the content, whatever, is doesn't really care that you liked it or or, no. or not. Mm -mm. And oh, so. Yeah. And they get I, most of their money off of the views anyway. It's not necessarily the likes. Most of their money comes from how many people they actually get to watch their videos. So, yeah, the likes are really like, OK, yeah, you got a lot of likes. Whereas on Instagram, I'm pretty sure it's like depending on how many likes you get is how much they end up getting. TikTok is more on the view side of it, which is why the For You page is such a big thing getting on that making sure you're on it consistently and promoting whatever it is you want to promote is really big because getting those views over and over and over and over again eventually gets you those likes eventually gets people to go to this eventually gets people to buy this it just mm -hmm. it creates a a thing but you have to be consistent you have to get those views that's the thing and without the personalization of it you're not going to get on the right side reach that target audience to therefore be able to monetize them mm -hmm. yeah exactly so i mean yeah so for for everyone that's listening that's in the b2b space this is not as simple as what some folks are making you think it is and and they're not telling you as well about their stats like how much of that time effort and energy they put into tiktok videos or hiring someone to do it has actually applied to revenue for their business like you know it's just like there has to be what do you want the outcome to be and I get it some folks use it for just branding for people to kind of know who they are but still what is the ultimate outcome that you're looking for with it and from what I know about TikTok and and you know our internal team going through things I personally don't believe that you can just create videos on TikTok and and it 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 it's success for you. Like it just doesn't work that way. I think you need to start with being a person, being a personality, being someone people can relate to. And whatever it is you're talking about, go from there. But just because we we just mentioned the older generation, and I'm just saying, you know, let's say 35 plus, which which Amory has <laughs> has has coined, they don't necessarily respond they they're very much lurkers so if you were doing a video I guess every time you have to say hit like or you know hit like hit like hit like because they won't even think to do so they'll just scroll that thumb up so you might have to say it first and last and again and like but then it starts crowding up the video and you're trying to get another point across like you really have to be strategic and test right create things test and see how it goes but just mm -hmm. buying ad space on the for you page it can get some vision some views as, as amory said mm -hmm. but then it's like what's the long-term goal and i think you have to take it one step at a time with number one being a person a personality that people want to follow like and all of that and mm -hmm. then over time you can go into this other stuff of you know trying to teach you can teach too like being a person being a personality you can be a, a teach a teacher person mm -hmm. like the excel lady i would say that a lot of my content i'm not on tiktok in that way i think i have unpolished mba as as a as a, a profile there but i'm not really doing anything with it yet and it's specifically because i have someone like a marie on my team that's like eh, you know we you have to be you're going to have to be strategic for that to be worthy mm -hmm. of your time right and so i just want to give a heads up to everyone who's thinking i'm gonna dive into tiktok in 2023 kind of give them some insight on how it really works and how you might want to be 
put a pause on that until you really understand how it can produce an outcome that, you know, that's reasonable for the effort you're going to put in. So Amory, I know it was some things, some different steps you wanted to go through with the audience on basically how to get started. Yeah. So step one, as we've been talking about sort of like the side of TikTok, you need to, even if you personally are not like one to scroll through TikTok and like things, you need to personalize your for you page to the audience that you want to then have your videos shown to. Meaning, again, I'll just go back to the beauty one just because that's an easy one to kind of go through. If you want to start your own influencer beauty like TikTok page, you need to be on that side of TikTok, liking the famous TikTok beauty gurus, makeup artists, whatever, right? So then therefore your videos are showing up to those people that are also on that side of TikTok. Oh, okay. So what you just said is, hey, if I'm, I would just keep using the Excel girl for an example. Mm -hmm. She wants to build her ecosystem of all of the creators that are very knowledgeable on Microsoft products, you know, Microsoft Mm -hmm. Word and Excel and projects and all that. And so she would actually go through TikTok, even search for, you know, Microsoft Excel and, you know, things like that and start liking those people's videos Mm -hmm. and stuff. So then the videos she creates can show up in theirs yes exactly perfect just like that yeah okay then for number two you want to create content that's different from other people now every youtube person that you might look at every instagram well not necessarily instagram but for tiktok and youtube i would say youtube is most similar to tiktok they each famous creator has something slightly different from the other now you might all think oh it's the same thing but they all have something slightly different that attracts different people to moaning to watch their videos and their videos specifically and therefore support them and continue right Mm -hmm. so you need to have something that's slightly different now for a lot of people on tiktok being funny is their thing right for Makeup artists, for example, sometimes it's hard to be funny. Now, sometimes they might be a little funny, but a common thing for makeup artists to do is to do story times. So what they'll do is they'll do story times to not only connect with the person, but to also be a little funny in their stories and like talk about their life and like yada, yada, yada. So that's like something that makes some story time, some makeup artists different from others, right? You have some that talk about their family life. That's what they talk about, right? Their story times are all about crazy things from their childhood and their family, right? Others talk about their dating life. Oh, the men suck, this, that, right? That's their thing. They talk about this boyfriends, old boyfriends, whatever. So you have to kind of find something that separates you from the pack. Now for business, for example, you can be like the teacher, right? You teach people this. You can be the resource person, right? You have access to great resources. They follow you. They get access to all these things that other people might necessarily see, right? Okay. Or maybe you're funny. You actually make learning about business or doing this or going doing having this product like fun right like okay I want to have this I want to be this person so that you need to make sure you kind of have something that separates you from the pack right that makes you like oh no they're a little bit different than your average person on TikTok trying to do business right okay Mm -hmm. yeah and then thirdly I would say once you do that it's all about consistency and making sure you go viral I would say going viral and that's kind of how you get wrapped into the whole social media thing you get really into is because you got to go viral. You got to go, I have to go viral. I have to get 100,000 likes, 500,000 likes, right? That's your biggest mm-hmm. thing. And honestly, that's the biggest way to make, I, I will say, significant impact using TikTok. If you're not going viral, you're only getting a couple hundred views a video. Depending on what your your goal is, that can be, I guess, beneficial, but for the long run, it might not be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so you want to mm-hmm. you want to continue to grow it. Yeah, you can start off with a couple hundred. That's actually great. Starting off, getting a couple hundred views, a couple hundred people like, oh, I'm going to follow them. Then after a while, you, you got to build that up because eventually those people, you know, it's going to build a greater, greater, greater audience. So okay. consistency and going viral is honestly a big thing for that and staying consistent with your platform, not going over into other things, right? So let's go for like the beauty thing, right? You're a beauty beauty guru, you do makeup, you do get ready with me, and your thing is to do story times, right? A big thing on TikTok, and I remember you asked me this ago, like, oh, do people kind of talk about their other, like, things they do outside of TikTok, right? And I would tell you, no, like, most influencers, like, they acknowledge, like, they tell the viewers, like, this is not what I do, like, I don't make a lot of money off of this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just do this for fun, whatever, I have an outside job, 
that's all they're going to say about it. Going into, oh, I'm a accounting for yada, yada, yada. No one cares. <laughs> you know, so don't I mean? even start talking about don't it. Don't even don't go away from your platform because you won't you won't get the same response that you're hoping like, oh, they do this, this and this, too. Like mm-hmm. they are only there for what you have on that platform. And that's what they care about. So whatever site, whatever business, whatever thing you're trying to promote, make sure you stay consistent with that. And this is what you're you're doing. Don't try to deviate from it. If you have something, I guess, new, right, that kind of goes along with that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. right but slowly do that right and after your first thing is a success don't do two things at once because then that confuses people or that makes people like ah never mind you know what I mean mm-hmm. and they go away <laughs> from it you know what I mean <laughs> so consistent <laughs> consistency is definitely a key thing about that as well and like I said before when it comes comes to promoting your thing getting that main face for your platform you also got to keep in mind how TikTok is, right? Cancel culture is major on TikTok. TikTok is brutal. You got to be careful on not only what you say, what you do, who you have as your main face. Any outside TikTok are like great at finding old stuff and bringing it up and making a whole page about this one person that just got on TikTok just to bring them down, right? Oh, this gosh. This could be from 20 years ago. You posted a, twi- a tweet, like, supporting somebody that nobody likes now or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful when thinking about who your main face is going to be with that as well. And, yeah, just, like, keeping in mind with all that type of stuff because I'm, I'm telling you, like, comment sections, getting those people, like, they will, like, they will comment nothing related to your video and you know it's like it's like that's not even what the video is about like why are you guys talking about that so you gotta mm-hmm. just make sure you I know TikTok is like they want you to have like the perfect video right you gotta make sure each video sort of is what you want and that no one can really say anything damaging about what you're trying to do damaging right? is a good word to say yeah because mm-hmm. everyone is not going to if let's say humor is your thing, everyone's not going to find it funny or everyone is not going to find you pretty or whatever, but you want to make sure that it's not anything that could be controversial. Exactly. Because they will drag you. Yes. Forever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No coming back. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's really good. So let's take a moment to thank our biggest sponsor of this podcast, TPM Focus a strategy and execution consulting firm focused on generating revenue and finding product market fit for startups and small to medium-sized companies that are launching a new innovation or entering a new market. In a nutshell, if you're launching a new innovation or into a new market, we'll align your technology, marketing, sales, and customer success with your financial goals to ensure your company makes money while finding and solidifying your place in the market. Head over to tpmfocus.com to see testimonials and reach out if you'd like to work with us. When you said, you know, how earlier I said how people are multifaceted. Yeah, I'm an engineer. I like to paint. I, I, you know, all these things. But but I remember you you were talking about, yeah, but if you like to paint and and that's your thing on TikTok, just show painting. Like, don't Mm -hmm. talk about nothing else. And so, (laughs) yeah, I I think that's a big mistake that a lot of B companies are doing is they, they, and they do, they move too fast. So they're introduced Mm -hmm. themselves and then they're right into, this is what I'm doing, or this is what you should be doing. And then they're back. Oh, look at my kid. Oh, you know, a family vacation. Oh, you know, and it's just all of this, it's just too much switching. And as Mm -hmm. what you're saying is if you're a painter and your thing is showing people, you know, you painting a painting or, you know, buying supplies or whatever, it needs to all be in line with, Mm-hmm. what that channel was about because right. doing anything else will confuse people but also people get bored it's like right know? yeah and with that talking about consistency you got to keep in mind tiktok the max is like three minute videos you got to make sure that your thing is good to last three minutes at, at max right you can't mm-hmm. it's not a youtube channel you gotta got time to be transitioning talking about this having pointers on this this <laughs> that you know okay. you got three minutes to get your point across not even that really because most of the time three minute videos and you don't watch the whole thing you got max maybe 30 60 seconds get your point across all right next video right Mm -hmm. and I'm sorry you said something just before I started talking about that I'm trying to think I was gonna say something else I can't remember at the moment oh no Um, it's okay it's all right 
So yeah, the, the timing, we're all multifaceted. So, you know, we feel like revealing more of ourselves and, and this is the thing on other platforms, people like to see that, but mm -hmm. TikTok is not the place for that. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not the place for that. And going with different things that you want to show. So let's say you are a painter and that's your thing. Your TikTok page, like when you first start out, you're going to try to hold a bunch of different things. Eventually, some video, hopefully, will go viral, right? And a lot of times what people do is to continue sort of that same strategy that they use for their viral video. So let's say with makeup, they did a get ready with me and I got 100,000 likes. They're going to start doing get ready with me. That's their thing now. They do get ready with me. It might be a different sort of thing on how they do it. So it's not the same video over and over and over again. But they're all going to be get ready. They're not going to deviate and be like, let's go shopping. They're not no, They're not going to do that. No one wants to watch them go shopping. We want to see you get ready, put on your makeup and put on your clothes, right? And, and talk spill about some tea, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what they want. <laughs> so when doing your, you got to do something like that, right? Maybe the first couple of videos are a little bit of the same so that you kind of keep getting more people because they see that, you know, sort of same video. But then after that, keep going with that same trend, right? You don't necessarily need to, you know, move back and forth, back and forth, whatever. Switch it know? up. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So you were talking about earlier, you're talking about how your content has to be, you know, so good. But also you mentioned how you have to put a face to the brand. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we was talking about that. And you was like, I hate to say it, but the whole beauty standard thing. So can you elaborate on that? Yeah, of course. So since TikTok's main audience is younger people that really shallow, right? College students really it's, yeah, shallow. <laughs> it's uh -huh. Shallow. It's the basis of TikTok. They really, TikTok really, really dives into the inner, like, human, just, like, you know, connection. And that first starts with attractiveness, right? You're more likely to pay attention, to listen, to go and do what someone else is doing who is attractive or, as in your eyes, maybe more attractive than you, right? Mm -hmm. That's just natural, human, whatever. So that having that as your main face just already pulls in an automatic audience, even without them doing anything, right? And as the main face, there is no need, especially if your content has nothing to do with beauty or attractiveness, there's no need to comment on it, like at all. Don't comment on it. Because honestly, Just when me. you comment on it, uh -huh. then you start pulling in the wrong direction, right? Now people are only focused on the fact that you have an attractive person, right? Oh, you need okay. to make sure you just have them, right? Just be, just like, I'm smart, I do this. There's this girl actually on TikTok who she does a little bit of beauty and fashion, but she is like a news reporter. She wants to be a reporter and like post about all, all the things that are happening in the world. She is pretty, really attractive. She has an attractive boyfriend, an attractive sister. She's an attractive girl. So people watch and they listen to what she has to say because it's just, wow, like, you know, this they attractive like looking girl, at her. she's smart. Yeah, they're, you're willing <laughs> to listen to what she has to say. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But she never has to comment on the fact that she's pretty. She never has to do get ready with me. She never has to do do any of that stuff she just shows up on the screen in a suit she does a suit little bow tie she does all her things and she talks about what she's going to talk about gets a 500,000 views gets the check and she's good you know what I mean <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's what I I mean you know you can have a pretty face to your brand just don't necessarily comment on it just kind of have them there to pull in that audience initially like oh there's someone pretty let me see what they have to say Mm -hmm. then you go on from there right and then you kind of weed out your people as you get more into the actual topic right if you're talking about excel sheets you're not going to get the young 13 year old that happens to be on tiktok and they came across your page you know what i mean yeah you'll start you'll start getting the followers of those who actually are you know wanting to learn about that stuff and it just helps that you have someone that's attractive you see so yeah so you get that initial attention from being attractive Mm -hmm. because people are scrolling they're like oh you know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so it's like what we call you know as well pattern interruption and it would be different if everyone was gorgeous but and then beauty is in the eye of the beholder so you know what somebody finds attractive somebody else may not but then there are also some kind of universal beauty standards right and that's what you try to reach for right the conventionally mm -hmm attractive person and we're not saying you need to get bella hadid as your you know like the supermodel <laughs> right. as just get you know some young pretty girl right well, she, what about guys so guys just, another... yeah that's okay a, that's actually guys a really do. good point that you say that guys have a little bit more freedom when it comes to that just because 
again, when guys looks aren't everything, they can have a personality and get away with a lot of things Mm -hmm. more than girls, right? Girls are usually initially judged on the looks. And then if they don't fit the fit the conventionally attractive looks they must have the you know 100 percent, 110 percent personality you know what mm-hmm. i mean whereas guys can kind of get away with that they can have a 50 50 sort of trade-off with it right mm-hmm. with guys yeah like again looks especially with guys i say it's a little bit more free worth like attractiveness scale right people think mm-hmm. certain guys are more attractive than others i guess for guys like honestly like if you do go for the same sort of young attractiveness look it will throw people off right when they're like oh man this guy knows he's, he's talking about something like Excel serious, right? sheets and, yeah. yeah he's talking yeah so it kind of throws astronomy like, oh, yeah man. now they're interested in astronomy <laughs> exactly and so you you know that can work as well <laughs> but even if you do have you know the an older maybe guy in the 60s has grandchildren that's doing something like that like neil degrasse little- degrassi tyson like right I'm so right. intrigued by him he's not attractive <laughs> to me but he's not scary either yeah so i can watch his videos and because i'm really drawn in yeah so by what he's talking to- about exactly so even if it shows in how they talk about information like i feel like with him he's very good at exp- explain it at a basic level and you sort of understand it in a different way right so even mm-hmm. as far as how they talk about certain things that is a you know they don't necessarily have to be the best looking guy in the whole world but mm-hmm. they have a you know standard look can talk about something let people in right are able to attract people mm-hmm. in that can work just as well yeah oh that's so good so everyone it's just understand at the basic level, we're all humans and there's certain things that are innate and in just who we are as humans. It starts with, with babies. Babies are more attracted to people that they consider attractive. They want to be held by those people versus people that they, they don't consider attractive. That doesn't change just because you become an adult or you grow and you mature. You're naturally drawn to people that are considered attractive. And for those of you who you guys know, I'm a big book reader and I have some classics that I read pretty much every year. And one of them is Robert Cialdini, The Power of Influence. And that book is incredible. It talks about how basically different things that people do is intentional to influence your behavior and to get you to buy things and do things and all of that. Now, being attractive is nothing that we choose, right? (laughs) Like we can take care of ourselves totally, but our features and things like that, we don't get to choose them, but we do the best that we can to enhance them and all of that to attract what we want in the world. But one of the powers and influence is actually attractiveness. It It is scientifically proven that people that are considered more attractive have more advantages in life. And this is no mm-hmm. different than, you know, that that principle being applied to other things. One of the other books that I read pretty much every year is called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And he also addresses that concept as well. So it's nothing new about this attractiveness and being a factor in success and and attracting things to you that you want, but it's just highly enhanced and intensified with platforms that include video and stuff like that, like, you know, TikTok. So it's still relevant to the B2B space. So as I mentioned with that one company that had a guy that did things, I mean, you know, he was a regular guy, but his whole strategy was just off. And some of these basics, once you tap into some of the basics of human nature and understand, you know, what people respond to, and you have to do some tests, as Amory mentioned, you you start posting some things. So like right now, Unpolished NBA has a lot of random things there. And it's just trying to see what gets views and, you know, and just kind of playing around with it. Nothing serious. And I've mentioned it to Amory. One of them, I actually showed a painting that I did. And I was like, oh, you know, that one got like 200 and something views. And Amory goes, oh, yeah, that's all bots. <laughs> so talk about <laughs> talk about that. So even though you're getting these impressions, it doesn't mean it's actually people, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, I like that. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was saying with the ads is what you'll get a lot is because you just get a whole bunch of random people at it at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you 
even like you create your TikTok account, the first time you create your account, you automatically get about 13 to 20 followers. And as you look through it, it's random people, like bots mostly, right? Because it mm-hmm. has like zero followers, but like 500,000 people they're following. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's how you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but when you got the 200 views, I was like, oh, that means you got on the For You page. But it probably just means that it was like random bots, random AI, right? Going through the video is probably Mm -hmm. scanning, going through and making sure it's like good to have on the page, whatever, whatever. And that's essentially how your first couple of videos will be. Bots are a major thing. Even the people that have 12 million followers, about a million of them are probably bots, right? About a million Mm -hmm. of them, maybe more, right? People do buy followers too. So that's a very common thing as well, buying followers on TikTok. And essentially a lot of first time, like getting out there, influencers will actually buy things so that when they show up on the For You page, people look at their thing like, oh, they actually have a couple followings and then they'll look through more of your videos and be like oh okay you know they might actually follow you so that's mm-hmm. actually that's actually a really smart tactic but can later backfire as well as you get more and more popular people can be like oh they're fake anyways it's not even real people so oh, it, it can be uh-huh. it can be a good thing at first and then something you may want to hold back on as you start getting more real people but yeah targeting real people it can be difficult at first because of course those first videos those first things are usually bots but again like i said it can be used to an advantage because if you have a little bit of a following even if they are fake people don't they don't look through who's following they just see the number and they're like okay and then they'll look mm-hmm. through it and then they'll be like okay you know That's good. And, yeah mm-hmm. so it's interesting you say that because it takes it takes me again right back to the book you guys if you have never read the book it should be a staple in your library but we talk about he talks about robert cialdini speaks about social proof in the book called the power of influence and basically social proof just means once people see other people are following someone or liking something or doing something it makes them want to do it and Mm -hmm. so what amory is describing is one of again one of the fundamentals of human behavior and i think a lot Mm -hmm. of times folks that are doing marketing forget about that and just want to put out what they think is good ignoring the fundamentals of human behavior. And we, we discuss several of them in this episode. So when you mentioned about, uh, you know, yeah, there are bots, users that buy followers, all of those things happen on other platforms too. There's something on LinkedIn that happens a lot where people will pay each other to shout each other out. So let's say you have a LinkedIn profile and you're trying to grow your followers and I have a bunch of followers. So you're just like, oh, hey, I'm a writer. And, you know, I want, you know, more people to know I write. So I would do a post saying, oh, man, you guys, if y'all not following Amory Mills, you know, mm-hmm. she's a writer and she does excellent work. Oh, my goodness. So look at she wrote this right here. And so what I would do is tag you and then people be like, who is this person? And then you gain the benefit of my mm-hmm. audience seeing that post and then several people in my audience will follow you so on and so forth so that's just you know another tactic that people use to get others to follow and that happens in tiktok however yeah. tiktok you have less time to do all that right so it's like i got three minutes max i need to try to push me push you you know i'm supposed to like, all these people need to be included in this like <laughs> like how am i supposed to accomplish that you know yeah so, I wanted to ask you about hashtags on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Is that important? Do people search by hashtags and things of that nature like they do on, you know, Instagram, for example? Yeah. To go back on your point about the col- collaboration and like getting people to shout you out, that's a big thing on TikTok, but it's not what you think it is. So like, as you said, with the LinkedIn thing, you'll give a post, right? And you'll shout them out, be like, oh, you guys haven't seen this. You haven't done that. That's not a lot what happens. Merely people seeing two popular creators together boost mm-hmm. you guys automatically. People okay. become obsessed with the mm-hmm. fact that, oh my God, they collab. Oh my God, they're together, right? Because they see two people that they love come together, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like, think of like a marriage, right? You see two great people, two of your closest friends come together and they get married. You're like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, when right? like Beyonce yeah. and Jay-Z got married, we was yeah. like, what? <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. like that. It's exactly like that. So that's a big thing, but that usually doesn't come until later, right? It's not really something that you'll be like, reaching out to a TikTok creator and be like, hey, can you promote this? Unless maybe it's a product that can be maybe something to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you're like a person reciting out information, that's more something that comes later down the road. But as far as hashtag goes, hashtags with TikTok are tricky 
So when you initially post a video, it'll have like the section of where you want to say on your video, right? You type in, oh, I want to do hashtag for you page. That's usually a common thing, which means you want to make sure your video is like on the for you page. And what TikTok hashtags do is that you'll do in the hashtag, whatever, whatever. It'll actually say like how popular the hashtag is. So whether like how many videos using this hashtag have gone viral. So with hashtag for you page, it's about 7 billion, right? It'll say 7 mm-hmm. billion plus, right? Of videos that have gone viral using this hashtag. They can be, they can work and they also can't work. You will see a lot of videos on TikTok that simply have a caption, have no caption, have a million likes. You will see some TikToks that have 50 different hashtags and 500,000 likes. Yeah, It really, it honestly depends on, honestly, I would say the algorithm, I guess. There's not mm-hmm. really, I don't really have a, an explanation for why that is how it is. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say it's as, as important as maybe Instagram. Okay, okay. It's not a big staple into making sure your viral your video goes viral go viral okay because so on instagram for um the unpolished nba audience you all should know that on instagram people will use hashtags in the search field so if they want to search for a specific topic they may just type in the hashtag and then it'll bring in all of that and i'm sure other platforms have similar things it's not as popular on linkedin like people still do hashtags we have hashtags for our company and, and, you know, we recommend it for our clients because it's not much extra work, but I can honestly say you don't really get a following because of a hashtag. Right. Yeah. That's kind of died out a little bit. Yeah. Same thing on TikTok. Mm -hmm. However, if we take it back to the basics of what we were saying earlier, if you're a personality, if you're and I'm just going to call her the Excel girl. Let's say her hashtag is the Excel girl. That's actually what we call branded hashtag, right? And so people know, oh, that's the Excel girl. They would type in the Excel girl. And because that hashtag is in her postings, she don't even need to have it in all of her postings mm-hmm. because she's popular enough that if she, you type it in, it's going to bring up her profile because she's the Excel girl. So sometimes people, if you're trying to get folks to follow you, and you're trying to build a brand, like a name, like we have Unpolished NBA. I do have the hashtag Unpolished NBA, but it's not, it hasn't made a difference. We've been testing it, just like Amory said. It doesn't make a difference because when people type in Unpolished NBA, it, it, it'll just bring up my profile if it's, if it's that serious. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So again, Instagram used to be really big. It was so important to do hashtag research before for each and every post that you did. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, I mean, people would actually hire people just to do their hashtag research. Um, wow. Um, with hashtag, yeah. So, I mean, it was a big thing. It's good to know that that's kind of fallen off. And it's and it's one of those things where people, you just have to provide value to others and make them interested in you. And it's not even all about dancing and doing all that stuff all the time. It's, it's, it's not even about that. And if you guys mm-hmm. could see Amory and I on camera, she's actually shaking her head like, nope. <laughs> nope it's not about all that dancing and all this craziness what what is it that people are mostly attracted to we talk to about those things but there's other things it depends on what mood you're in too right like if yeah. you want something funny you you type in you know like I love Tony Baker and, and his animal voiceovers so so I just type in Tony Baker when I feel like getting a good laugh right yeah that TikTok yeah it can on a good thing also you're talking about searching and like searching up things i would say the search bar in tiktok is a lot like google or like youtube right you type in something something and it'll give a lot of different things right it'll give the videos the people the accounts the tags whatever right and it gives you a whole bunch i would say the search bar is really a lot like a youtube search bar or a lot like a google search bar so it can you can really definitely find what you're looking for but yeah yeah your mood like it definitely does have something to do with that as well and again that goes into personalizing right it might personalize it just for that one session that you're on tiktok for oh you're not really liking a lot of the same videos you usually like because you're in a sad mood maybe your boyfriend just broke up with you 
So you're now you're scrolling. You see a, a thing about a girl ranting about how much she hates her ex boyfriend. So you like you like that video, or the next video you see is like some girl singing a really sad song, but it's so beautiful, right? So you like that video, and you're scrolling past your normal get ready with me's because they're talking about having a great day in in Los Angeles, and you're like, I don't want to watch that right now, right? I'm in a I'm in my sad little mood. Mm-hmm. right so it can personalize even for that day for that session that you're on it but yeah tiktok definitely gives you a lot of versatility each time you go on to it mm-hmm. and then you kind of you know work your way through what you want and for that session and even for further sessions every time you open the app it'll get even even more personalized for you and then alter due to that situation so yeah Ooh, this has been informative But let me tell you what's a little bit concerning right now is that there is a lot of talks about the U.S. government wanting to ban TikTok because it is, you know, a Chinese company and they're they're getting all this intel and, and, you know, private information on the U.S. citizens. And it's kind of like one of those things where, hey, you don't want to spy on your citizens. You can't spy on ours using this app. Do you think that people will will care if they you know remove it from the app store yeah i think i think it'll have a great blow i mean i remember when trump was in president and we had that whole big scare about it getting deleted we were like oh my god like 2021 it's gonna get deleted like all people were creators i mean like the most famous creators were sending their like thank you messages and like trying to get people to go follow them on other platforms because they won't have this anymore like it was a major 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 thing and then you know of course come 2021 you know we still have the app and they're like oh okay you know they go back to their normal right their normal stuff but i definitely think that it will have some a, a good pushback and should something happen like that a lot of these influencers they've gotten really smart about making sure to not only monetize tiktok but to also bring a lot of their followers over to different platforms as well Mm -hmm. so they have a pretty even platform maybe not maybe tiktok is their main one where they maybe they have 24 million on tiktok and only a million on instagram but that million on instagram is still a lot to have and then they could continue yeah. to build that up you know what I mean mm-hmm. so they've gotten really good at doing that honestly that's a lot what I recommend that's what I recommend as well when you mm-hmm. do start on TikTok is to have both things as well and to be like if you follow my Instagram you'll see that I just posted this right so that's what a lot of times what they'll do they'll do a get ready with me right the makeup of gurus and then they'll post the final pictures on their instagram so if you follow them on instagram you see their instagram pictures you see what i mean so, oh you see the final result over there exactly gotcha. so mm-hmm. they do things like that and so that's definitely something to utilize if something such as you know them taking it down due to social you know security issues that's definitely something to make sure you keep in the back of your head that okay should this app fail or just become unpopular right people stop liking tiktok Mm -hmm. right just as Mm -hmm. other social media platforms you have a backup right something Mm -hmm. that can be just as you know as good such as instagram i i would say instagram is the best backup or possibly linkedin as well just because that targets more of the adults the business yeah yeah i wouldn't recommend necessarily facebook unless you're targeting like 50 and over you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like if you're targeting that very older audience twitter can be used as well but a lot of times twitter if you don't use it right it can definitely be used to backfire on you. oh like yeah a lot, backfire. Of, mm-hmm. a lot of influencers get canceled or they get you know questioned because of something they might have said on twitter even mm-hmm. like i remember i saw something about kevin hart saying something like 10 yeah. years ago and yeah. people brought it up and we're like what like that was when he was you know like 10 yeah. years ago like mm-hmm. what are y'all doing so twitter is not the best recommended thing but it is another platform it's another well. option right so you know one of the things that we've discussed for years and that's why you know you own the domain for your name I own it for mine and I always recommend people to own the domain for their name if they can because you need an, a digital asset that you own outside of social media platforms so if any of them go down any of them delete your account any of them you know ban you people know another way to get just directly to you without bouncing over to another platform now get it I get it these platforms they're there they're on it so you want to be there but just in case you still want to direct folks to your main branded website membership group whatever it is even if it's free even if it's free but have a way for people to always be able to directly get to you outside of these platforms because things happen. Things mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, that's a good point that you brought up. 
pages getting shut down, pages getting blocked. That's a very common thing to happen or getting hacked. Very common thing to happen as you gain more followers. I'm not exactly sure where that, how that happens, what happened. I've never had anything hacked for me. But I mean, this even happened for some of my friends that have, you know, a thousand followers. They'll get hacked by some random person in, mm-hmm. you know, Croatia or something that hacked their Instagram account. Mm-hmm. That's a very common thing as you gain more and more followers, especially at a rapid pace or at a, you know, increasing pace each month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's also, that's a good point that you're like, yes, have something separate outside of social media in general because that type of thing happens a lot and everything you did is gone right even if you do get it back someone might have did something on your account that you didn't know about while your account was hacked or banned whatever Mm -hmm. and you know you lost all of that so that happens quite a lot and sometimes you're able to recover and bounce back from that but you're you're never really able to reach the thing you were at you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's like so I, it is really 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 important to also have that backup backup not just another social media account but that backup backup which is that you person. own right right yeah that you own and you know we we're talking about branded search and branding like what is that term that people you want people to be able to search and it brings you up like you know and so for some people it's their name right it's Mm -hmm. their name but some people have common names I don't know how common my name is my name is common I think on LinkedIn but you know I trademark the the phrase unpolished MBA and I mean I think I'll keep that right like I, I want to for there to be a connection between a specific branded term where people can get to me there's a doctor in Texas every time I do a Google search for and everyone you should do this Google search yourself and see what kind of digital assets are there you know about you and I do I, I every time I've done a search a Google search for myself it always brings up this doctor that's in Texas and her name is exactly the same as mine she is a black woman just like me and so it it's very easy for someone to, to get confused but oh maybe that's the same lady you know and so you know if you have a very common name maybe you need some other type of branded search term that people if they type it in it'll bring them directly to you but either way you need to have something that you own outside of the social media platform so well amory this has been such a pleasure. We can sit here and, and go back and forth on different things to do with TikTok and even in other platforms more often. But I'm going to let you I'm going to let you go. And thank you again for joining us today. And for those who, you know, are interested in learning more about Amory and all that, she actually has a website, amorymills.com. She's a uh, a high school student and <laughs> she's on my team. She's brilliant. And so I am very, very thankful to have you on the team. And thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and expertise and wisdom with the Unpolished MBA audience. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. Now you have the option to text me any question that you have about your business, about career, and I will answer it on the show. So just go to Unpolished mba.com forward slash text and from there you'll be able to text anytime any question and I'll answer it on the air thank you for listening to the unpolished mba podcast to hear more episodes or to request to become a guest please visit unpolishedmba.com